episode 7 of Colour Out The Box podcast and I'm one of your hosts Mo and I'm Jay um, and we are finally back after a short break and um, good news for everybody we are now going to start our schedule a proper schedule of recording so you should see new episodes every other Friday so yeah. that's so subscribe to us on um, iTunes soundcloud and every other friday because we're bi-weekly yeah you'll see a new episode yeah absolutely and please do listen to our episodes you know i've gotten feedback that yes. some of them are hilarious yes yeah. there's quite um, a mixture as well yeah there's some stuff about like a bit serious yeah but yeah it's good fun so you know let us we, we want to know what you guys think as exactly. well exactly and, so and we do and love the comments and yeah please do rate us and um review us on itunes and for everyone that does we're going to read out your review yeah you a mini absolutely. shout out absolutely. and also comment on soundcloud because those are always quite funny yes <laughs> <laughs> we have someone called alex who always like comments on our soundcloud oh yeah that's so sweet. he asked like random questions which i was quite like <laughs> oh that's sweet get yeah. to know us a little bit better yeah yeah i feel yeah. like we're friends now but <laughs> he probably doesn't feel like that but anyway <laughs> it doesn't matter yeah as long as you feel like you have yeah. a friend i always make friends like <laughs> through social media and stuff so yeah so let's get straight into it yes, so jay let's... what what you've been up to these past few weeks oh gosh these last few weeks have been oh my god why are you yeah no so... it actually has it's not as dramatic as it sounds no i don't know what you're um, gonna say right now two things so the last week last couple of weeks or last week i would say i've just been trying to slow things down because oh, it's okay. really busy every work is really busy and yeah just trying to sort of strip back down a bit in terms of oh. just not in clothing okay um, <laughs> <laughs> i got excited for no just reason like, i guess just um just with things and just trying to go on back a slower pace yeah exactly okay. like my i think what happened the other day i think i ran out of data Oh, like oh my that. God. that was like yeah and then you know for the first couple of minutes it was like panic and then it yeah. was like wow okay maybe oh. oh this is nice i can actually watch a show without you know checking my phone i can watch the oh. show for a whole one hour i don't know what that feels like yeah i have an unlimited you should try package it no try phone. watching a show no, without no, having your phone i have unlimited and i have one of those ones <laughs> where you can travel with it as well so oh. me you can so you're never gonna anywhere. run out yeah as long as i have internet access yeah. I'm fine. That means you need to go on a on a break on a no, internet date. No. <laughs> <laughs> Even on the plane, because yeah. like you know, Emirates, you can still access Wi-Fi, I know. so you can still WhatsApp. And yeah. it's not very good, I know, but but yeah. yeah, that was interesting. Slowing things down, and then I went speed dating. Ah, that was interesting. Scary. <laughs> it wasn't. Yeah, it was interesting. Scary? It wasn't scary. It was just interesting and just awkward what made you decide to do it <laughs> what do you mean what made me decide to do it <laughs> uh, so, <laughs> like, like it's like you're forced into it yeah no i'm single so these are okay. the things that yeah no i get that single people do. Yeah, yeah okay um yes yeah, so that was it i love that what made you decide to do it <laughs> like it's a crazy thing but um, I did ask that question to a couple of men. What made you decide to do oh, this? Oh, okay. Yeah, so I think we'll probably need to like dedicate an episode. Ah, oh, do we no, really? No, not just the speed dating, yeah. but to like 
dating in general. Yeah, and okay. like I'm gonna, I'll add in my bit about online dating. Yeah, yeah. You know, I've dabbled. You've dabbled. <laughs> <laughs> we'll just say that, okay? We'll I've dabbled. It some of it's, you know, work. Some of it, not so much. Yeah. But I think combined with the speed dating and yeah. just general dating, especially when you're, you know, of a <clears throat> certain age. yeah certain age <laughs> <laughs> you know you're 30 Gosh. plus <laughs> yeah yeah it yeah was. it's the dating scene is slightly different it is than, very you know different. when you're like in your 20s and everything and we did that obviously that episode about being 30, 30 or 40 and, and 30. 30 yes yeah. yeah so if you haven't heard it do go and listen to that, it that's a funny one <laughs> yeah interesting thoughts yes <laughs> But yeah. yeah, we probably should do like a whole like dating 101 Absolutely, episode. Absolutely, gosh, yeah. Were there any applicants, is that what you call them, that were... Candidates. Yeah. Um, what, what's the word? Suitable? They were Eligible? Very... <laughs> Interesting? Good looking? Not as many as I hoped for. Ah, okay. Not as many as I hoped for. Yeah. There were a couple of people there who... Yeah, it just seemed to have come on a whim, really. Oh, okay. Um, there was one guy who came and said, um, you know, let me give you a heads up. I don't have a job. Oh, okay. Um, to the point. I'm 27. Okay. <laughs> uh, yeah, so basically just say, I, I'm the wrong person to be here. And I thought, <laughs> okay. And he was like, oh, I just thought I'll be honest about it. Put it up front. Wow. And I was like, right, I'll give you that. But in a way, I'll that's give good. You, that. you know, he was to the point. You know, yeah, he, he laid all his cards he on could the have table. Lied and said, yeah. yeah, I'm doing this. But yeah. So, no, no second date with this guy? No. <laughs> oh, I didn't. There was no first date with him. <laughs> it was purely speed dating. Yeah. yeah. So, so not... it's an interesting format, an interesting way. Okay. Where yeah. did you do it? Somewhere in the city, oh, like okay. just in a bar. Um, You'd expect in the city types to. Well, it know. wasn't a Saturday, so. Oh, okay. It wasn't like a weekday yeah. with the city types. Okay, um, I think we need yeah. to really like deep dive. Yeah, there was some <laughs> <Full> interesting, <breakdown. laughs> interesting revelations for sure. Definitely. Um, so I have obviously I went on holiday. Yes, you and I'll did. probably talk more about that in my highlight of the week okay. in terms of some of the places that I went to. Yeah. Um, but um, was it, it a good holiday? Yeah, it was really nice. Really mm-hmm. nice. I went to the Middle East, which um, which is nice. It was, I mean, it's nice getting away from cold weather anyway. Yeah. So that was good. Um, but I got into a weird debate um with a friend about the Earth being flat. What? So I don't know if you've heard. There's like a lot of talk about the Earth is not round i thought that had already been debated <laughs> and resolved in the 13th century yeah. probably before so i got i've been in some quite heated discussions Ooh. about it and i and you know what with me i i'm not going to dismiss anyone's view no but it's science it's I'm already no, 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 been proven no, no. only because the only reason why i would even give it time of day it wasn't too long ago yeah. that scientists thought the world was flat. Okay. So I was like, okay. <laughs> no, well, no. Was, <laughs> no, 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 no. I'm not it, saying it that I believe centuries. that the world is flat. I'm yeah. just saying that... You're going to let them No, no, no. There's, I'm like, bring me your proof. That's right, all I'm okay. saying. Like, you know, um, yeah. the person that I was arguing with said, you know, the satellite pictures are fake. And I'm like, well, bring me the what? real satellite pictures that shows the earth being flat. Yeah. And there's been some like famous people that obviously are saying it's flat. Like as well. who? Um, Tila Tequila. Who's that? Exactly. Um, <laughs> is that 
Oh, I know. Wait a minute. Is that that reality? Yeah. So star. She's a sometimes lesbian, sometimes. Oh my god. That was star. from back back in back the day in the when day. MTV was doing a lot. Yeah. Of weird stuff. Okay. Um. Um. B O B. What the is he a rapper? I think so. Yeah. <laughs> you don't no, even know who these. No, because I had to like find an article like to like. I'm like, okay, let. I, I think I, he's a rapper. Yeah. I really wanted to know yeah. like, okay, maybe people think the the world is um, flat. And this guy Kyrie Irving, who plays, for, he's a basketball player. No, I have no yeah. idea. I'm not. Is. I'm not a big basketball fan, but it's come up again because he recently said, said it. So right. I'm just saying. You know, to all those people that are saying, you know, that world is not round, bring us some evidence. I, yes. I'm open to, you know, discussions. Show me the satellite yeah, pictures. Yeah, I, I think they just need to drop it because <laughs> it's already been proven that the world is round. This is not. Yeah, hey, that's a everyone bit can have their opinion and viewpoints. Just wow. Bring okay, I didn't evidence. even know that was going. So round. yeah, that I got into a weird discussion about that, um, and then obviously just back to work from holiday mm. and just. You know, back to the grind, daily grind. Yeah, dealing with people, just asking <laughs> weird questions. You know, sending emails that yeah. don't need to be sent. The usual <laughs> kind of thing. You know, I had a really weird situation in the meeting today. Um, I work in obviously fashion retail, and we meet with a lot of suppliers. Mm-hmm. And I had one of the suppliers who worked with um a Chinese factory say to me and can i just also preface this by saying in the meeting was myself who's black nigerian yeah next to me was someone that is chinese who also works for the same company as me and next to him was someone that's indian okay so we sat there and we're talking about a situation that happened and then the supplier said you know how the chinese are wow and we all kind of just like no we don't no (laughs) and i got so angry that i literally turned red i was just like what (laughs) and i was like no please do elaborate and i think was this from a fellow colleague no 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 this was from the suppliers right um who's british um and i just was like please do elaborate tell us how are they yes you know all of them yeah so <laughs> and i think he kind of realized when the, he looked he, um, stepped, he, stepped. <laughs> he looked from the black girl to the chinese guy and the indian guy that this so, is the wrong audience mm, yes <laughs> so that was a bit weird um but um, yeah we were just like moments. okay let's let's move on quickly very quickly <laughs> otherwise is HR going to get but, involved? Yeah, it never just surprises me some of the things that people just think it's okay it's, to, to say. say. I know, absolutely. Yeah. It, it never surprises me. Exactly. Well, it does. It surprises me, but then... Yeah, yeah I get crazy. I get weird things said to me all the time absolutely at work. Absolutely yeah. yeah. Yeah, still get my hair touched. Straight. No, I, no one touches my hair. No. You know what, sometimes that. it's like, I don't even know it's coming. Yeah, I think it can, yeah, it can happen. It's just like, oh, your hair's nice. And actually, yeah. I know it's like, and it's, it's too late. Straight. It's too late to duck. It's too late to just duck for cover. Like, but when mm. I see it coming, I do like a proper like matrix move and just like swerve. <laughs> just move your head around. Yeah. I'm like, no. <laughs> but yeah, but um, that's pretty much uh, my week. And I suppose we might as well just get into the main part of our show now. Yes. Okay, so we're going to... You sort of, we've got a special guest. Yes, we do. Um, um, I think everyone's kind of like listened, well, you should have if you haven't, listened to our yeah. previous episode where we talked about moving back to Africa, moving back to Nigeria. Yeah. And we had our dear friend Shay. 
yes. kind of like talk about her considerations about moving yeah. and what you know her experience and what she's going through and now we're actually going to talk to someone who's actually made the move yeah who's from, been living yeah. there for a few years um so who moved from london to nigeria from yeah, the uk to nigeria exactly yeah. and just you know giving her kind of like point of view and hopefully there'll be some really interesting and useful information for anyone that's considering Absolutely, the move yeah or just listen if you're just genuinely interested yeah exactly okay yeah, so we'll be back in a few minutes Real. Right, so welcome back to Colour Out the Box podcast. Brilliant. And um, we've got our seventh episode. And today we have another special guest. Yes. We've got Jumoke on the line. Calling all the way from, from, Nig- from Nigeria. Yeah. Directly. So we have got the source. We've got <laughs> direct information. Exactly. The best. The best way to for it to happen. Yeah. So um yeah, so that we've got Jumoke on the line. Do you Jumoke, do you want to introduce yourself and tell us a bit about who who you are? Okay. Um okay, well uh, my name's Jumoke um and um basically I grew up in the UK, as you can probably tell from my accent. Never. Um, yeah, I grew up in the UK. <laughs> uh, I usually just pretend when people will say to me, Did you grow up in the UK? I say, No, I got it from the television. So yeah, so I grew up in the UK. I was born in Nigeria, but I left when I was quite young. So okay. I don't really have any memories of it. Mm-hmm. So I had like all of my primary school, secondary school uni and all that kind of stuff in the uk yeah um so that's kind of like i feel, i see myself very much as still a very much a london girl as well yeah i was gonna um, say you're a london gal yeah <laughs> definitely still you can't you can't get that out of me no so um <laughs> so i am um, I, I studied uh communication and audio visual production and it's actually quite funny because if my mum had her way as yeah. every typical parent i would never have done that i would have but luckily i would manage to um study what I wanted to so I studied yeah. uh, communication audio visual production okay. and I, I'm also probably um, one of those I know people usually study something and then go into a different field but I think I've mostly stayed in the same field um, uh, career wise so uh, all through my uni I worked at um, Nike Town London oh right. wow I started nice. off at yeah I started off at Gap and I hated it too many shirts and then I got <laughs> I a job at Nike Town it's, yeah. it's yeah. just sort of like a nightmare it's like a camp or something like that um so then i got a job at nike town london and i worked there all through my uni okay um and it was when the store very first opened so it was amazing like yeah i remember when it amazing opened. it was a big yeah, deal it was, it was massive you went through maybe two months of training maybe three months yeah, of training wow. it was like a yeah really, i applied really, really so i didn't get the job <laughs> yeah it was it was it was, it was, it, was re- it was quite intense the way they yeah. pick people like um so then i worked there and i remember um, thinking I want to work in the marketing team mm-hmm, so I yeah. used to keep asking people asking people like, oh do you have a job whenever the marketing team used to come over to do purchases or stuff like that yeah and um, I, I remember I asked one lady who worked in the retail marketing team and I said to her do you like do you have any space for me please think of me so okay. uh, maybe about um, a couple of months later she had a space in the marketing team and she told like the the um the manager the general manager of Nike Town and they agreed to give me the position and I couldn't tell anybody for a whole month I had to keep it all to myself oh, okay. wow. and then I wow. left yeah it was actually crazy because you're not supposed to do it that way okay. <laughs> and that was quite everybody. a move going from the shop floor um you know to it, like the marketing, to the marketing team. team yeah exactly 
and I think this was maybe less than a year after I'd graduated. Wow, so then that's from amazing. there, um, yeah, I got I got really lucky. I worked at Nike for maybe up until I moved to Nigeria, basically. Oh, so wow. I did a number of different roles there, um, and. I was actually at Nike when I moved to Nigeria. And what makes me laugh is when people say to me, why did you... It's the question I get asked all the time. Why did you move to Nigeria? Yeah, and it's a question like, we want to ask That's you. our next question. Yeah, <laughs> yeah no, li- literally, it's like... How do I, the, the way that I explain it to people is I had a, I had my own flat in Camden. I had my own disposable income. Mm-hmm. I had a good job. Mm-hmm. But all of it was just blah. Like, Camden was fine, but I didn't own the house. Yeah. Um, the job... I was had been in the same um, uh, kind of like brand for my whole working career. Yeah. So yeah. I describe I always describe it as like having the same boyfriend but moving to different places with him. <laughs> same boyfriend that teaches you well. That is wow. a great and analogy. Like, and then yeah, and then I'd, I'd also peaked because I've worked on an amazing campaign. I worked on the Le- LeBron James tour, and wow. I was the manager wow. of it. And I literally peaked in terms of experience. Mm. And I was like, mm. nothing ever can compare to this again um, yeah. at Nike it's just like and I then I started to coast and my yeah. performance was already suffering and I was already the more your you performance suffers the more you get subconscious yeah so it's a vicious it was a vicious circle so the way that I say it to people I think I felt like I was coasting through life mm. okay. I felt like I was literally fine so I said to um my boss like okay I really need to leave the mm. UK I want another opportunity so they offered me Russia Okay. Uh, somebody wow. uh, in the team said to me, yeah, they said to me, like, they took me aside and they said, oh, I want you to speak to somebody who's gone to work in the Russia team. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. they took me aside and they said to me, don't go to Russia. One is too racist <laughs> wow. and two is cold. Like, they just gave me this, what, the point blank picture. So I was like, okay, fine, back to the drawing board. But yeah. what I did know is I needed a break back to Nigeria. I'd gone in 2010 wow. with my sister mm-hmm. and we weren't even allowed out of the house. We weren't allowed to do anything. So, for some you, reason, like, so sorry, um, Jim, okay, was you going to yeah. Nigeria on a regular basis at that no, point? No, 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 no. Okay. We went, we went in, before that, we went in 2010 and that was it. Oh, wow. And maybe the time before that, I was maybe like five or something. Okay. I had no record. And when we went in 2010, my aunt wouldn't let us out. She kept on telling yeah. us stuff like, oh, they're wow. going to kill you. Which is a very used, normal yeah, she Nigerian used, thing. Yeah, she used all sorts of, like, stuff to try and keep us in the house. So we literally <laughs> Scare stayed you to in death. that house. Yeah. yeah, we stayed in that house for, like, two weeks. And my wow. sister hated it. But for some reason, I loved it. I was in love. Like, yeah. as soon as I got off the plane, the heat, the mm. people, the bustle, I was just like... Um, so I decided I didn't want to, like, um, go and do uh, a sabbatical, like in another foreign country so i decided yeah. to come back to lagos mm-hmm. and then this time when i came back to lagos um it was totally different like i was nobody could me. nobody could hold me back so you this time you wanted to really go for it go around tra- see things see people rather than went for it be be under house arrest yeah. like your aunt said <laughs> <laughs> exactly so this time around i think i stayed as another three months um it was time to go back home and i'd had like the most amazing experience but also um i wasn't working mm. so i could get up when i wanted do what i want that's not the reality in the, in lagos lagos mm. is hard work so i remember saying to one of my aunts oh i really want to to move here mm. and she said to me okay so if you want to move here that's fine yeah. but go back to london and mm. get a job from london and then yeah. come back so, yeah. okay, so you knew so that you were secure when London. you moved. Exactly, exactly. 
Um, so I went, I went back to London, and on the first day back on the train, or not, not the train, it was the bus. Yeah. I was like, I can't do this. <laughs> I just can't do this. This is not like everybody just looks so miserable yeah. and grey. And I was London like, I, I can't do this anymore. Yeah, exactly. It's impressive. Um, so I thought, okay, I'm going to leave anyway. So then um, an email came out, a work email came out that the Nike Foundation was setting up um, uh, a foundation in Nigeria. Mm. So I was like, oh, that could be... And it was literally... Everything was just by coincidence. I was like, oh, yeah. that, could be, um, that could be interesting. Mm. So um, I said to my boss, like, um, I think I want this opportunity. So he called and spoke to the lady who was um like the general manager for the foundation or yeah. the marketing director for the foundation and he put my name forward so then i had to just have a little interview with the headhunter who they were using for the role but okay. she um agreed that i was good for the role so i got the role and then about wow. six months maybe less than yeah six months later i moved to nigeria so i moved to nigeria and i was in um Lagos for maybe two weeks, staying mm, okay. at the Four Point Hotel, and that was just crazy. Because you know that's where everybody hotel. stays, or the ex- if they go to they Nigeria, that's the first place they really? meet people in yeah, Four Points. Yeah. yeah, okay. On Victoria <laughs> Island. Yeah, <laughs> it's just very, it's just very, very, very easy yeah. to yeah. stay there, and it's very, very central, safe. Mm. And, yeah, it's just, and the staff are really good. So I stayed there for two weeks. Yeah. And then I was off to Kano. So the job was actually wasn't in Lagos. It wasn't even in Abuja. It was, it was in, in Kano. Wow. Yeah. So I stayed in Kano for maybe a year and a half. What? And you I... just went straight for it then? Wow. Yeah. For the long time. I stayed in Kano and I, I stayed in a hotel. And what was crazy was that um, I didn't speak any Hakka. I'm not Muslim. No. And I had to cover. So I'd go to work. Yeah, it was, it was crazy. And you must know, Kano literally looks like it's been stuck in a time warp zone. Yeah. It's like dusty, and it was when somebody says, says to me, "What's Kano like?" I say, "It's beautiful, but it depends on how you define beauty." Just in case we it's do quite... have some listeners from yeah. there, like, like some house listeners. Yeah, Pardon? just no, in case we have some listeners no, from there. No... <laughs> not terrible, completely exactly. terrible. But it's quite dry. It's quite an arid, no, dry climate. Um, it just hasn't been invested in. That's yeah. that's the big issue, biggest issue. Mm. It hasn't been invested in, and when you don't invest in something, it 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 can't develop. Yeah. So it, whether you're talking about somebody's mind, whether you're talking about somebody's house, whether you're talking about a, a, a business, if you don't invest in it, it can't develop. And that's the best way to describe Kano. It just hasn't been invested. Hasn't been loved. Mm-hmm. Um, so what did you find? I mean, we're sort of talking about sort of like cultural differences. What did yeah. you find? What was the sort of out of you know that you can think of what was the most challenging challenging thing about being there cultural differences okay there's so many because that was my job my job was to undercover the cultural nuances in society that you could then use to create change Mm -hmm. so it was about my role was about using brands and marketing and that private sector approach to apply it to the um, development industry as if it was a business to create change because we know yeah. that marketing can create that sort of change in people that sort of um, value association or, or or so forth so that's what mm. my role was so one of the biggest things I think for me was um, just the role of the girl oh okay the role of the girl child there was just like they don't they didn't necessarily have a voice yeah yeah 
and, and that's quite a that's quite a big deal the london girl coming from but then again they had a voice but it was in a different way yeah okay. do, do you get what i mean i think i think what one of the one of the lessons i learned really really quickly was i had to take my western hat off yeah right because if you approach it with a western hat you'll never understand it and you'll never be able to um find a solution because mm. you'll still be saying that's not what they do in the uk yeah well, exactly. that's not how it should be mm. but this is how it is and this is the culture so i think one of the so, so i think for me in terms of um the difference in carne was or the difference in culture and, and obviously it's going to be a really extreme culture i could wear like shorts like mm. pum pum shorts down the street in london yeah. i might get some weird looks i'm not going to get attacked or anything no, like that no. you know what I mean? but then there's also certain things about the culture that i really really loved i love like there's a beauty in the way that girls cover and women cover there's mm. a beauty in how feminine they are you know mm. there's a there's, there's still there's still beauty in the, in 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 the culture mm. um as well so it's not all like negative yeah. things i think the biggest thing for me is obviously the religious aspect as well religion very much dictates the the, the culture mm. and then also just the fact that it's very underdeveloped yeah. so maybe if i if i went and did it again now after so long in nigeria i'd probably be more um open mm. but at the time um Kano, um Kano was a very dangerous zone oh, and okay so you didn't feel that like you could left go Kano, out no no definitely not and, and the reason i actually left Kano is there was a massive bombing that oh, happened okay. that killed like a couple of hundred people mm. and we had to leave so mm. it wasn't a really a safe place that you so i think that one that to me was the biggest thing that um a massive lack of freedom and lack um, of security i guess as well Just yeah lack and lack of security you imagine you're in your hotel room from six um from like five thirty, and it's still light outside and that's you until mm. the next morning because you every can't go single out. day yeah yeah so i stayed there for about six months and in that time i think i got malaria twice wow, wow. i got food poisoning um, and I got a few others up. So after about six months of being there, I was like, okay, I was literally so down. Like mm. I was not broken, but I was like, I got malaria really bad once and I didn't know how to handle it. I got it on a Friday. I went into work and I was like sweating there. Like, I suppose because you, you have haven't malaria. had ex- that much experience of having things I've never, like yeah, malaria. I never yeah. knew. Yeah. So I thought I was fine and I didn't want to stay in the hotel room because I was bored. Mm. And so I went back to the hotel room but then I didn't see anybody again till Monday. Okay. So, this, so I and guess I didn't these know how are sort to of deal with malaria. So I realities, isn't it? The, the, harsh the real harsh realities when you take of moving when back you to take, Nigeria. Like, that, that, yeah, that when you take take that jump there as well. But really, mm. as well, you you could actually also do your research. Yeah. You... Mm. So, so but... what about like socially? I mean, like okay, so we've talked about these are you know the harsh realities. What about sort of? Were you able to have a social life, like friends, mm. dating, you know, that sort of thing? What was I that absolutely... like? So what was what was it like? That What was the social aspect of life like in terms of mm. friendships, relationships? Were you able what, to in, build in, on in that? In Kano? Yes, in Kano. In Kano? Mm. No. No, okay. I just no, no. Just no. <laughs> so after um, So after your time in, in Kano... So you did you move straight to lagos then? Yeah, that again after your time in um Kano, did you move straight to lagos yeah so what happened is 
after I was in there for six months, they realised, like, okay, this girl needs a break. It's too harsh. So they mm. started giving me trips back home regularly. Mm. And then also, I started having to travel more. So oh, okay. I was going between Lagos, Abuja, Kano, Lagos. So literally, I was, I was traveling maybe every single week. And oh, then wow. that's when, like, I started, yeah. So there was a, probably a, a point between, I think it's only this year, I've probably traveled maybe, like, every three months for the last six years. Mm. Okay. I don't think I've been in the same place. And even in other jobs. So then I started to travel more, started to see Lagos more, go see. I met a lot a lot of people in Lagos, met people right. in Abuja. So it was like a constant cycle. So when yeah. I went back to Kano, I enjoyed it. When I went to Lagos, I enjoyed it. So, yeah, um, it, was, it was all... Exactly. So it was all really, really good. So I stayed there for about a year and a half to two years. Oh, wow. And then... Um, I'd, I'd fully moved back to Lagos by that point okay. and was doing and going back and forth to Abuja. So I was going to Abuja to do my job and then coming back to Lagos. And then sometimes they just let me do my job in Lagos. Oh, okay. um, and just, yeah, so I was actually okay. And then when that role finished, um, I took a three months break again mm-hmm. and I just went to Brazil, South Africa, and, oh, and I think a few other places. Bit of a change pace there. Very nice. E- exactly. So I just took yeah. another. Yeah, just a little break, and then I joined another company, a retail company, mm. um, and I was and I worked, and that was my my first time working for a solely Nigerian company, wow. and I've been with that company maybe for three years or so. And so that's... I've been quite, I've been really lucky, I think, in mm. terms of um, um, career progression, mm. and just in terms of um, like location and things fitting into place at the right time. I think I've been, I think I've been quite lucky. So now you're you're based in um, Lagos. So obviously, when you made that move to Lagos from going from somewhere like um, where you was before to now Lagos, which is a completely busy, different kind of city, what was like the social scene like, and in terms of a cultural difference as well? Did you find that there were still more like life lessons that you was learning? Social scene in Lagos. Mm. I don't go out so much now. Well, Lagos, you can go out in Lagos and literally think you're in a music video. <laughs> like, it's, it's, it's that intense. Yeah. That's, how, that's the best way I could describe it. When, when, I, used to, when I used to go out a lot, mm. it, was, it was just electric. Like, the atmosphere, the, the people, the fun, the jokes, mm. it was electric. It was just, when I think about, I've had some absolutely amazing times. And I think that's why when people come back at Christmas, yeah and stuff like that they get seduced by yeah yeah because it literally is if is there something that people do well here it's party yeah really really well that is true so um so there's so there's never yeah but in terms of life lesson i've learned so many i don't even know where to start i think the way i describe lagos is and and bearing in mind i've always been okay with my job role so I've never mm. had to put me I, n- I don't feel like I've been put in compromising situations mm-hmm. yeah. I know other people who've been put in compromising situations in order to secure something but I've never had and, to do that mm-hmm. I mean but, could you give us an example yeah. of like what what do you just, mean when just you say in terms of a job like yeah. if you want a job like in a budget I had a friend who was a lawyer and she was like she'd go for the job she'd be qualified then she'd find another girl for it and she'd mm. be like, hmm, how did she get that job? Yeah. You know, so there's certain things that you do here that, um, that, that put you in compromising situations. Yeah. I, I, the way that I, I say it here is that you find out your moral compass here. Right. Yeah. And yeah. you quickly, you quickly find out what you're, what you're made of, right? To do. Mm. 
No, not, no, not even what you're made of. You have no choice but to survive. If you don't mm. survive, then go back home because it's yeah. not like you have the NHS. No, seriously, nobody, yeah. everybody's so busy. They don't have time. Like, mm. um, but what, what, I, what I did find is that you find out what you're willing to do for something. Right, yeah. okay. Wow. So in terms... What, you, you find out, yeah. So, so what would you say has um, probably been one of like your biggest like highlights since you've made the move? Oh, there's so many. I know you're just living. You're just having an amazing time. I know. <laughs> no, the, I, the thing is, I'm not. It's not that I'm having amazing. I make myself have amazing time. Mm-hmm. I've been through. I've been through some sh- shocking situations here as yeah. well. Do you get what I mean? Like, well, I felt like, oh my gosh, this is rock bottom. I need to leave. I hate this country. Everything's going wrong. Yeah. Like that happens. Like after year one or two, you're like, what the hell am I doing with my life? Mm. Like everybody's crazy. Everybody's mad. You can't trust anybody. <laughs> yeah. You know, you go, you you go through that. You go through that. Your circle's massive. You have loads of friends. You lose friends. You lose it. You know, there's so many things. Like right now, we're going through a recession, and it's hard. Yeah. It's crazy hard because yeah. you you have to tighten your belt, and it's like there's no there's nothing to rely on. But even in that sense, even in that, I would still would not go back to London. Because that was a, that was my next question. Like, how has the recession been? affecting you on our last episode well, we talked to um mm. shay and she was saying it's she was thinking about moving mm. and it's definitely made her have second thoughts but yeah. for someone that's actually living through it how has that affected you in terms no, of it's hard. I've had, you it's just, you have to tighten your belt and no, i, I no. honestly don't know the next time i'm gonna come to the uk mm. because it's just painful yeah and yeah. i get paid in naira and it, it's just it's just painful like even a sandwich mm-hmm. is gonna you know so it's those sorts of things and then the prices have gone up um the prices have gone up here as well Mm. so you and it's not a place where you're getting value for money so it's 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 definitely tough yeah it's definitely not it's definitely not easy um but i still would say i don't have a bad life i think i have a very good life Mm. i have people around me i have a house i have food i have a good job i have like loads of business opportunities like i i I know myself more here. I think I've developed more here and stretched my mm. capability mm. or my sense of self here than I would have in London. Mm. So what would you advise um, someone who was thinking about move, making the move back to Nigeria? What would you what would you tell them? Would you say the same thing about get a job first I, I w- before you move? 100%. Don't think you can come here mm. and just float. Yeah. It's the same way that people think they can start a business with no money. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's naive. Yeah, naive. It's just naive. Yeah. Yeah. So don't don't be don't don't be naive. I would also say don't get too bogged down in the planning. So I would say like have a clear plan yeah. um, about what you want to do when you come over. Make sure that you that you because they say they did a report and they said in order to live the way that you would live in the US. Mm-hmm like st- the normal standard and you you need at least eighty thousand dollars to wow. set yourself up so you need in to Nigeria have that ready to live in so, hand yeah so you need to so if, if it's either you're going to go and live with your parents or mm. rent your house or something like that then yeah. you need to prepare yourself the other thing is know who you are as a person mm. Mm. really good. don't yeah. come here if you don't know who you are yeah. because you're gonna get eat you're gonna get eaten up and spat yeah. out that's really really simple people here they have another level of 
uh, I don't even I don't even know what to call it. Yeah, that you people can, can show you they can show you pepper basically. Put it <laughs> yeah. that, way. that is actually the only way to they, put we, it. They, we, and, and and it's even people who are your family, you know. Yeah, yeah. Absolutely, so don't yeah. so so be you have to come here and really really know who you are. Mm-hmm. The other thing as well is just be open. Mm. Be be really open to the experience and don't be don't come with this. Oh, but this is not what they do in the UK or this is what like you're coming yeah. into another environment and exactly. if you pigeonhole you're, you're gonna get you're gonna give yourself high blood pressure really quickly so as i said i'd come with the plan um come with in terms of of, of, of knowing yourself knowing what, what are you actually trying to get out of nigeria by being here mm. and then also just just be open to the experience yeah okay. just be really really open to the experience because for me as a person and mo knows this yeah mm. it's been amazing it's been yeah. absolutely absolutely amazing for me but I didn't come here as a young, young, young. I came here as like 31. Mm. So you so don't have like a life experience. Mm. And... So I'd already like, yeah, so I already, I'd already, but even then, like, it can throw you. Do you get what mm. I mean? I'm not saying because oh, you're, I'm a grown woman at 31. I was, yeah. I think when I look back, I was probably quite an immature 31, yeah. but responsible. Do you, does that make sense? So emotionally yes, immature, yeah. but financially, career, all that kind of stuff, mm. very responsible. So I think what this has made me do is grow up emotionally. But one of the things that it can do for you as well is it can age you and let you keep. It can seriously age, it can age you in looks. It can yeah. age you and it can make you weary of life. Mm. It can make you... Oh, it wears you down. It, yeah. it can wear you down. So one of the, the things I try to do is really keep my energy up, yeah. my youthful energy. And whether that's maybe by... There's certain things that will, would have got to me before now i'm just like you just let it okay. go yeah i just i just i'm like what are you horning at me like before i would have been like Rah! yeah like, i'm gonna like, conserve my energy yeah. for what Absolutely. i need it for and for and just keep i still try and make sure i say hello and thank you and yeah. please um all of those things and for me it's not an insult for me when yeah. when my boss i remember my boss once said to me oh Okay, you're so English. You're yeah. still English. And I'm like, in my head, I was smiling. Yeah. No, I loved it. He mm. said, you still do the English stuff because I loved it. Because I'm like, yeah, I've still keeping. Mm. Yeah. I'm still kept the right way that I thought you should do stuff. Yeah. yeah. Because some of the stuff here is not done right, and a lot of people who've been educated to my level, our level, they come back and they start doing. They they start doing rubbish. Mm. Right. That they would never do abroad, and I find it so disappointing. Mm. That's one of the things I find so because you know better. Yeah. Like yeah. there's certain people who, who don't know any better, but when you come back and you compromise yourself for the for the for the money, you know, or for I I find I find that a, re, a really really big shame. So. So Jim, yeah. okay, from so just you know, um, because we're just conscious of your time, but just some um, on like a kind of like a lighter note. On the dating scene, have you found it in comparison to your... What do you mean lighter note? That's not a lighter note. (laughs) (laughs) Is is that still depressing? Sorry. (laughs) Can I tell you something? Nigerian men, yeah, there's a reason why they have this reputation. They're they're fun. They're fun. (laughs) Am I lying? You heard it here first. You heard it here first, listen. Before they start doing all their shack around you, they're fun. Yeah. It's all fun. The gap. It's all yeah. fun and games till someone gets hurt, right? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, but they but at the end of the day, like I've met good guys. Mm. Hello? Yeah. Go for it. 
Hold on, I just had to cut somebody's call off. Sorry about that. Um, I've met good guys. I've met bad guys. I've met mm, guys. Okay. It's, yeah. it's really, it's really, but mostly I've met some really, really good guys. Really? Yeah. Oh, I don't know why I, I say that. Like, really? Like, <laughs> surprise, no, 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 surprise. I mean, maybe, they, maybe there's guys that, have, that I would have liked that mm-hmm. haven't been for me. Yeah. But then I've met, um, and then maybe there's guys who I, would, I, who I dated and it didn't work out. It doesn't mean mm-hmm. they're evil or they're bad. Mm-hmm. It just hasn't worked out. So on the whole, it's, it, I, I think there are some really good guys here. Now, obviously, we do know that there's a cultural thing that happens mm. here where look, cheating is not really cheating. Yes, now. Look, that's I would, what I wanted I to not, talk about. I'm not even yeah. going to go into that too much because it's, I don't know, it's just culturally it's accepted. There's not really mm. much more I can say because... Yeah. It's sort Everybody of it's, it's, it's normalized, isn't it? It's just mm. the norm. Yeah, mm. it's it's normalized. So there's not really much more to say about that. I think. I think you just need to know what you're willing to put up with as a mm. woman. And mm. I just don't even. Or or as a man, not one way. So I think, like when I talk to guys, guys have got some horror stories as well to tell you. Yeah, oh, really. You got you guys should get a guy. Yeah, you should get a guy on it to tell you about his horror stories. Yeah, <laughs> yeah <that's laughs> I think we're gonna have to. Um, and then yeah, also, you'll be very surprised. Also, Jim, okay, we just wanted to touch on the fact of um, obviously most Nigerians, even though they have like jobs, are like part time entrepreneurs, yeah. and they've you, got a business on the you side. Have you kind of like followed that trend as well? Because I know that you know, obviously, you have your full time role, but also you have your own business as well. How have you found that in terms of the Nigeria so, context? So I fought against it for a very, very long time because I didn't see myself as an entrepreneur. Mm. I didn't think I was like creative like that or i just like in the uk i think you're very much brought up to work for a company mm-hmm. and collect your pension yes. and your appraisals and you can live a very good life like that and again it's very mediocre mm. so here because you have so many industries which are in infant stages yeah um, there's a lot of opportunity exactly. and then what i was finding i was learning so much in my day job that it seemed stupid not to apply that to a life plan yeah that's so really, that's, that's why really I, yeah. yeah it just doesn't make any sense you've been given it's like being given these assets and just letting them sit on the table you know mm-hmm. so um so i decided just to, to and i call this year this year my year of manifestation wow i went I to like a that. church <laughs> function yeah <laughs> i went to um, a church function um a couple of weeks ago and it was all about manifestation mm. we need so, to have um, you on another show yeah to, and just and be talk, like a business coach through business coach help us make a life career plan. coach so yeah. maybe i'm gonna have to so we're gonna have to call fun, you for another episode <laughs> I'm I'm one of those people, and I didn't. I like so that. um, yeah. I had a conversation with somebody last year, and I love shisha. I'm addicted to shisha. Well. Yeah, well, not addicted, but I love it. So <laughs> they were at a party. Let me not say I'm an, an addict. Yeah, <laughs> somebody was um. Was and you can't really shisha. be an addict to shisha. Yeah, you can't really. You yeah. can't. Okay. Um, <laughs> but, but she, but me and this other girl were talking, and she's like, you know what? You should just set up your own shisha place. And I'm wow. like, oh my gosh, it's so true. Mm. And that's how it started. So then I went away, mm-hmm. I wrote a plan, mm. a really brief plan, by the way. I didn't get bogged down in a business plan or any exactly. of that. Exactly, you just going to go yeah. for it. I just it. thought, okay, I like the idea. I do. I didn't even do a finance plan. I didn't do any of that sort of stuff. My really? best friend, I told wow. her about it. No, I didn't do any of that. 
And I was like, this idea, if it's supposed to happen, I'll just do it. Yeah. Because like, mm. I'm one of those people, I'll still be sitting there um, writing the plan. And what happened is that I did start to write the plan and I sat next to a guy who was a businessman at this networking event and mm. he was asking me loads of questions and I'm like, yeah, but I haven't done my website. He goes, you're not serious. I said, what are you talking about? I said, I haven't done the website. I need to mm. finish the pictures. He goes, you're not a serious person. He said, if you were a real entrepreneur, you'd just go and do it. Do what it. Yeah. Is but I feel like website? that's the the Niger way to just approach things. Like, you know. Just do it. No, I don't think so, you know. I think I think, I think you have to be a risk risk taker yeah. to be an entrepreneur. Yeah. And all the biggest entrepreneurs just, just did it. They just it. do. They, just, yeah. they literally do it. They, like, and I knew when he said that to me, I knew I was waiting. I mm. knew I was scared. I knew I'd done a list of, I need to get the website. Mm. I need to get. And I, I was holding myself back. Mm. because I, I it was such a big step for me to take personally as a person talk tell me about a new job or tell me about this new opportunity in a, in a role and i'll jump at it but this is all on me yeah. you know the creative is on me the direction is on me the the service is on me the staff interviewing is on me you know everything is the going and finding customers is on me yeah. so i was um i was scared mm. so when he said that to me i knew that like, how can you wait for your website for a business that is service-based yeah that nobody's gonna exactly. go online to do you know what i mean i was i was creating um, obstacles so i thought i'm just gonna do it i've got so, somebody to do the so flyer in for terms, me. just so we don't forget jim okay please do plug the name of your business yes, yes. Exactly. oh okay so my business my business is called the shisha space yeah and, and where is shisha it delivery service so it's in lagos we deliver shisha to any event space Mm. Um, that you have that's why it's called the shisha space because we can come to any space okay. and, yeah, and, and serve like so it. we have exactly <laughs> so we have servers as well yeah. uniform yeah. servers that will be um, on hand all night and then also what we do is we have this really beautiful electronic version mm. for people who are more health conscious and don't want them to smoke the tobacco mm -hmm. and the electronic version lasts for two to four hours I'm really into fitness as well so mm. I wanted to offer the consumer that um, that option as well okay. and then since i launched it i think i did i launched it in maybe november i didn't do anything in december mm -hmm. and i've probably done about like eight events so far oh, wow. that's pretty good so and where I've, can we I'm, find where can where can people contact you where can people so find you, can, you you can contact me on um if you go to my instagram page at mm. the shisha space mm, yeah. um and then if you you can also email me um at um at the, the shisha space um, at gmail.com and you know what we'll do is we will add all of your details to our website and also we'll put it on the podcast description so if anybody has some Perfect. shisha needs they yeah. can definitely they know who to call and obviously if they're in lagos so. yes exactly exactly <laughs> so yeah wow well thanks Thank, Thank you, you so, so much, much for yeah. taking the time. To I will like... hope that was interesting. It sounds so boring to my ears. But, no, um, you never, no, never no, boring. No. It's never boring talking then to you. I, I, I'm going away with a lot of stuff now exactly. as well. I and think I... you really highlighted a lot of different aspects. Yeah, just... and I think um, it's good because you gave quite an honest view of yeah. like your experience, like you know the good and the bad, mm. and um, obviously just showing that it, it does require hard work. So we ap really appreciate that. Yes, thank you so much. Thank you. And lovely to talk to you guys as well. Yeah, okay, okay, brilliant. So um, we'll be back. Uh, we're just going to take a short break, and then we'll be back in a bit. Okay, and welcome back. 
um, to our final segment of our show. Yes. I mean, as always, we like to end on the highlights. Yeah. And um, we're going to talk about our highlights of the week. So, shall I go first? Yeah, you okay, go, I'm first. Gonna go first. I always go last. I don't know why. No. <laughs> I don't know if that's true. No, it's probably not true. Anyway. <laughs> but go let's on. not argue. Go on. <laughs> so, um, my highlight of the week is um, basically, as I said, I went to the Middle East. Um, Where in the Middle East? I went to Qatar for the first oh, time. Oh, that's interesting. And I spent some time in Doha. Mm-hmm. Um, and I went to the Museum of Islamic Arts, oh. which is basically a museum of amazing things done by brown people. <laughs> <laughs> and it was really, really great. And mm. the funny thing was, I was so in awe by the actual architecture of the building. Yeah. So from the outside and internally, that I almost didn't really go around the exhibits that much because mm. I just spent quite a lot of time, like as I came in, like looking at the skylight. Yeah, it's a beautiful building. Um, I've never been to Qatar before mm. as well, so it's my first time. But it just was so nice because it just had loads of, um, you know, there was paintings, there was um, sculptures, there was historical pieces. You could see like old versions of the Quran. It was yeah. it was amazing and just so much history. Um, and as I said, the actual building itself, I don't know how to describe it, but basically it has a big massive atrium, loads of light coming through the skylight. The ceiling itself, I you know, stared at for like several minutes. Wow. And then you have this big massive circle um, staircase in the middle, which takes you to the different levels. So literally that was my highlight of the week and they currently have an exhibition on um, muhammad ali on one of the floors as well so there's loads of artifacts from like you know um his career and Mm. stuff like that there's even one of my favorites was there was like a um superman kind of like comic where he was on the front cover which i didn't know even existed but yeah it was it was really beautiful and um you know, took loads of pictures of my camera and really inspiring. So it was good. How about yourself? Um, so highlight of my week um, today. So obviously we're in the UK. So um, today I booked tickets to see I Am Not Your Negro. Oh. Which is um, a film. It's sort of a film about... I think it's based on sort of James Baldwin's work. Oh, okay. And James Baldwin was this... Um, was an, african-american writer intellectual Mm. um so with amazing yeah amazing sort of um repertoire and it's directed by a haitian um a haitian man so i'm really looking forward to seeing that where are you gonna see that actually um gonna see that picture house oh okay yeah in stratford so i was gonna say normally those kind of films they don't always yeah so i've been waiting for this film um because it's come out in america it's had sort of different shows in america but for some reason in the UK it's sort of being shown here and there mm. and it's Which not even being shown it's not like it's not released yeah. it's actually not a, a blanket release it's just been it's like different showings mm. every now and then so I so far I know about of about three mm. dates that it's happening so it's not even like yeah so once I saw those tickets you I grabbed it need better to grab get it. in there yeah, and buy yeah. it yeah, so I'm lo- really looking forward to that, to seeing that. That's uh, which you're probably you're gonna have to tell us about it. On the yes, next show. on the next show. Yeah, yeah, I definitely will. Yeah, there's been so many like really good films, mm. um, really. But great that's the stories thing I hate the fact by... that you have to 
you know, where it's kind of like, not necessarily like a black film, but yeah. even just a film that is not the typical mainstream. Yeah, it was a film with black characters, black stories. Yeah, told by black people. Yeah. It's um, like you have to literally seek it out or yeah. try and find it. Yeah. Um, and there's so many cinemas in London, yet you, mm. find, you, know, you find yourself having to go like so far just to just to watch a film yeah exactly and exactly. I, and it's a weird situation because i think they think it's not going to draw in an audience but that's the, the fact thing, is yeah. people are looking for the film yeah. so you know and it's it's one of those films i've read the reviews and everyone who's seen it said everybody should see that film yeah black white whatever it's for everybody should, yeah. it's such an important film so okay. yeah i'm really looking forward to seeing that okay well i look forward to hearing all about it um, you know, it's um, National Women's Day today. Oh, International Women's international, Day. International, no, yeah, International Women's, Women's Day. Day yeah. yeah, so celebrating all women everywhere. Yes. Think. Technically, we shouldn't have worked today. Yeah, I don't. <laughs> oh, I'm going to, let me not play devil's advocate with it. Because I'm like, I don't, I get what it's about. But yeah. Yeah. Let's, well, let's... and also we're in um, um Women's History Month as well. Are we? Yes, is there a Women's are. History there Month? There is a Women's History Month. So this month we're supposed to be celebrating all the great contributions women have, have made. Have made, right. Okay. Yeah. So, yeah. So. <laughs> There's a lot going on. No comment. Yeah. <laughs> oh, gosh. Yeah. So, anyway. So, thank you so much for listening yes, to our show. Yes, thank you for listening. Um, we really want to hear your feedback. We, um... Um, so if you have like any like comments, yeah. um, feedback, email us at colouroutthebox at gmail.com. Yeah, if you have questions for Jumoke who yeah, you know, gave such great insight to uh, moving back to Nigeria, mm. let us know. Email us your questions. Yeah. Um you can even leave comments on our Instagram page. Yeah, exactly. Our Colour Out the Box, SoundCloud, um, Twitter as well. Yeah. So get in touch, we want to hear from you. Yeah, because we'll happily shout you out and yes. it's it's always nice to even even if it's a it bit can be anonymously and it also yeah. can be anonymous anonymous anonymously okay <laughs> right you don't have to say your name <laughs> yeah but you know if you if you don't mind then yes. it's absolutely fine we even got some feedback from our last episode where it was about us talking about um shay our guest yes was yeah. talking about moving her consideration for moving back to nigeria and um on our instagram page I had put a comment to say, you know, some of the positives and negatives. negatives yeah. And we got some um, um, feedback in terms of on our in our comments from someone that said there's no negatives about moving back to... Um, and it's someone called Monsieur, at Monsieur Bambi, mm. made the comment, there's nothing negative about coming back home, just new experiences. Which is, I mean... Yeah. Well... <laughs> There has to be negatives and positives. I mean, yeah. th- that's in all things. But um, I did, I did. We get, um, we get what he's trying I to say. I did respond back to, I'm mm. assuming it's a guy, Monsieur. Yeah, Andy. I think it is. Um, yeah. And I just said Because he said husband, actually. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> I did change our comment from, rather than positive to negatives, I said um, that when we say negatives, I think we're talking more about the realistic challenges. It's yes. so a very diplomatic response yeah it means positives negatives yeah jay's like yeah yeah just mean negative but like i said it's even if we don't always agree with your feedback and to be fair i think he made a good point actually Mm -hmm. then you know just just talk to us we're we're always welcome for feedbacks and as i said you can find us on instagram at color out the box also on twitter at color out the box so 
let us know what you thought yeah i want to hear from you okay so thanks for listening thanks for listening bye Real.